Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our 20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. We're two tired girlies. Two tired girlies. But you know what I feel like? I feel like we're on that like brink of getting to the silly. You know when we get a uh, little too silly? Yes, the goofball. When we get really tired. I do. I feel like we're we're right there. Like if we weren't oh, recording yeah. and we just stayed talking on the Zoom like we were just a second ago, like I feel like we would have quickly teetered into the into Yeah, the like turned into like a Perry the Platypus impersonation, like something wacky. Oh my god. That just sparked a memory of when we were having a slumber party at my house as children with, I think it was Ashley, Kate, and Kayleen, and we made, like, Perry the platypus out of those, like, what was that? Like, clay? It was. It, like, looked like silly string, but it definitely wasn't. No, it was, like, a, it was some sort of weird clay. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I can picture it. I can picture it it in my brain. Of course, I do. I do because there's like a picture that comes up once a year in my memories <laughs> of Perry the platypus in his like stringy self. What oh a time. God, what a time. What a time to be alive. We were silly. We were very we were, silly. We were silly moment. kids. We were silly kids. We really were. I love that about us. Me too. I, and that just comes out every time we're with our specific group I of friends. I was just going to say, and I, when, we, when we were all together, like in a safe space we revert back to that we do and that's why it's beautiful that's why it's beautiful um today we're going to talk about long-term relationships a bit I'm sure we'll just scratch the surface of the topic because I mean there's like a million things that we could go into Mm -hmm. um but we'll scratch the surface so if you're not in a relationship or um you're dating or you're just doing your own thing like I still think that this conversation is applicable to everyone because I think we're going to share a lot of like things that we've like learned from the past and grown from and I think it's always good to you know even if it's something that you're aspiring to or not or part of or not um I think they're tools that we can use in like all of our relationships not just romantic ones yeah I agree and I feel like this topic can seem like if maybe you aren't in a relationship now or maybe you really want one like I know my whole my best friend in the world there was a point in time where like she was so seeking a relationship and wanted it so badly and still was able to like be happy for the people around her that were in one but the topic of love and couples and like seeing couples on the street was like really triggering to her because it was something she wanted so much and all of those things were a reminder of what she didn't have and was also scared she wouldn't find so if you're in that place right now we hear you but the purpose of this episode is anything but look at what we have and more so look at how we've kind of gotten to this type of relationship and we plan to and we're going to do our best to like recall most of those little things to be vulnerable and share the things that like 
we're not great that we for us or partners or anything like that that we've learned from because it's not just about where we are now even though we are still evolving in those ways individually and as um partners but the point is to really try to give you as much of a holistic picture as we can of like everybody has phases and we only learn through talking about this stuff a hundred percent and I feel like I learned so much about how I want to behave in my current relationship, you know, both through like working on that with my partner and things that I've, you know, learned from the past and things that I hear from like people that I admire and respect and like um, value their opinions on in terms of relationships. Yeah, definitely. Okay. But before we get into all of that, it's time for Pride and Pickle. My pride this week is that I am just feeling very much more comfortable in my skin. And that feels like a very weird um it's a pride to, thing to say. Yeah, I and I I almost didn't want to say it because I'm like, I feel like Why? this sounds weird. I don't know. But <laughs> um I think because it like it like anyone else teeters but I'm feeling better most of the time than not and Mm -hmm. I personally definitely have like some sort of situation where like I don't always feel like I do see myself in a way that like I actually look in the mirror so sometimes it's a little bit trippy but I do believe that a big reason why I feel so much better on my skin is because I really feel like I'm keeping promises to myself regardless of how that shows up on my body Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm finally it's an inside really job like I'm honoring my word yeah. yeah and I think that's like the I don't know I feel like I a little missing piece for me that I didn't feel like I was consistent with like really clicked over the past couple of months and I'm really proud of that I would love um, to talk about that some more sometime if you're yeah. open to it oh yeah super open to it cool. um I would love to and then my pickle is that I think my wrinkles are already coming back and no. it's only been a little bit over a month they're definitely not your skin looks great I think it's also the light because I'll send you a picture later but I was like oh that's interesting um and I did read somewhere that actually in the very beginning before we even got it I read somewhere that like caffeine and sun not caffeine what is it exercise exercise yes it makes it dissolve faster I I have heard that and And exercise a lot I do exercise a lot and I'm not willing to unfortunately sacrifice that no and you shouldn't um but it is something like maybe it's something that I do take into account though for next time in the sense of like how much because I did do very little comparatively Mm. to how much people do but maybe it's something I'll have to bring up in terms of like what kind of counteracts that right like whether you have to get more whether you have to go back like sooner right more often see how that still looks amazing thank you but but yeah so that that was interesting so I was like wait hmm interesting um Mm. but yeah that's that what about you? Love it. Um, my pride is that I am being very intentional about how I, and I kind of talked about this, like, I think like two episodes ago, being very intentional about how I go to sleep and how I wake up in the morning. Um, like really, really intentional because I like sleep has always been hard for me. And therefore a lot of the times, like the mornings are hard. Um, so I've just been like really trying to like find a practice that really works for me for both sleep 
and the morning and I feel like what I'm doing is like really working for me and it's only been like a few days honestly like but um you know doing like the whole kind of shebang of it but like it's like little things but I really do feel like they're making making a difference on like how I feel the next morning I love that yeah so that feels really good can you share what what's working for you or is that something Okay, okay. No, no, yeah. So before bed, um, if I can, it doesn't happen like every single night, but I usually can make the time. I'm I've been um reading for a half hour before bed at least. Um yesterday I did like 45 minutes, but so reading for a half hour before bed, because usually I I watch I'm a TV until bed kind of gal. Yeah. Um and I was like oh reading for bed is like not going to make any difference for me like I could fall asleep after the tv and like I actually think that I have to eat my words on that like I really think reading before bed is doing something to my brain that's like mm-hmm. easing it into sleep wow um so yeah so before bed so I've been like lighting I've been trying to get into bed at 10 p.m if I can there's certain nights that I don't get home until at least 11 but like mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm home during the week and this is during the week um I try to get into the bed by 10 p.m and then like very low lighting a candle a cup of tea Mm. and herbal only obviously we don't want caffeine um and I try to read for a half hour and then what and then I put that away and then I brush my teeth and then I close my eyes and I do my little like what went well today love and I do my what went well in my head and I kind of do that until I like start to drift. And then if I run out of, so I'll do that until I drift off. And it's like, a mi- I could, you could think of a million things, like the littlest thing. Like I saw a pretty flower, like uh, the sun was really nice when yeah. I goes for a walk. Um, and if I, if I run out of things then I'll just do kind of like mantras, like I'm calm, I'm safe, I'm focused, yeah. stuff like that until I fall asleep. So that's been really helping me because I always have a hard time falling asleep, but that's been making it easier. And then right in the morning, as soon as I wake up, obviously no phone, I've been doing that for a long time. Um, But as soon as I wake up, I say, I'm grateful for today. I'm joyful for today. Today is going to be a great day. And it kind of just like hypes me up a little bit. Um, And then my usual, like I go for a half hour walk in the morning with ghost and then I journal and I do my yoga and my meditation. Um, But it's just been just like being just super intentional about those things and like really like being grateful for like when I was reading in bed the other day and I like ghost was laying by my feet and I had my candle on I was like I'm so grateful that I get to do this like not everyone gets to like sit in their comfortable bed with like a candle and their dog and like read and just like have that time for themselves and like I just felt so unbelievably grateful for it. And I think I've taken that into like every nighttime routine and every morning routine of like, I'm so fucking lucky that I have the time and space and ability and privilege to do those things. Yeah, And I think that has been like cushioning it in like a really beautiful way. That's like made it really effective. Yeah. So. 
And I think like it's like the thing you hear like, okay, well, you have to do the morning routine that's right for you because not everybody's is the same. Like I found that like I I like to go for my walk with ghosts and then I like to journal and then do my exercise and meditation where for so long I felt like I had to do my exercise first mm-hmm. because like that's the thing that people do. Yeah. Um, and like that didn't work for me. Like the other way works for me better and like just finding really what works for you um and the point of it is just like taking time for you before you have to like interact with the rest of of the world and it really does make a difference it makes such a big difference I love that and my pickle is that actually opposite is I feel I've been feeling more uncomfortable in my skin lately not so much like body but more like I feel like I'm noticing like my wrinkles more I'm unhappy with my acne like um yeah wow that's so interesting I feel like it's just I don't know I'm like hmm I wonder if it's because we're talking about it more too not even just us but like I feel like skin face like all these things like I think become more common to talk about at at our at our age (laughs) it totally becomes more common to talk about at our age and I think a lot of people are talking about it and also because like as part of my job like I play really young like it's and I feel like it's constantly on my brain of like, I need to look really young. I need to look young. I need to look young. Like, cause that's wow. like a lot of what this industry does to you. And I feel like I've been like, maybe just putting like too much attention on it. Yeah. Um, so much so that I'm like, just like, no- I feel like noticing things maybe I wouldn't have noticed before or like spending more time thinking about it than I would have before. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I do think it is like really, I understand what you mean. We, we've talked about it over the past couple of weeks, obviously, in terms of like fixating, not necessarily to a, in a way where it's like you're down a spiral and all this stuff, but like noticing that you're fixating a little bit more. Yeah. So I feel that. Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely been fixating on it more. That's like a really yeah. good way to put it. Yeah, I wonder how that'll evolve over the next couple of weeks. I hope it'll evolve for the better, but I wonder. Yeah. Keep tabs on it. Well, we'll talk about it. We'll do an episode on it, but on the way we're both feeling about yeah. it. Yeah. And you get, and then it's like, get both sides. Yeah. Oh. Oh, worlds. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, but today is about long-term relationships. Um, you took some notes that you were thinking of, but where do you want to start it off? Hmm. I think a good place to start would be just so that we set the tone of like, this is an episode where we're sharing you kind of what we've learned and how we went from where we kind of used to be in relationships to where we are now. So I think a good place to start would be, what are some things that come to mind? And we could do like rapid fire, we can go deeper into them if if there's something that stands out, but like of things that like you noticed that either you did, I'm struggling to use the word toxic because I don't necessarily think they're all toxic, but like things that like... Mm -hmm we're not necessarily right yeah that you have evolved from now and we could talk about how we've evolved after yeah um yeah it's interesting one for me because I I think that I in my past was in a very toxic relationship and I think over the past maybe even like year or so have come to terms with actually how toxic it was Mm -hmm. Um, and 
So there's a lot of that that I feel like I had to unlearn Mm. in my current relationship. Luckily, I think that I was able to do it like, um, not on my own because like, obviously my current partner like taught me a lot of that, but I feel like I was able to not like lash it out on them. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes when we're unlearning toxic behavior, like we kind of have to pull the other person with through through it with us. Yeah. And I feel like I was kind of doing it like more internally. Um, and I would have a lot of like uncomfortable moments of like feeling like, oh, I want to react to something in a certain way. Yeah. Um, but kind of biting my tongue because even though I had a feeling about it, I knew cognitively that it wasn't like fair on that person to react that way does that make sense yeah it does um so specific things um oh there's a lot um trust Mm -hmm. um independence yeah and really valuing two people being their own people yeah um fully and everything that comes with that which includes alone time and friends and um having your own separate goals yeah um yeah just like really like being your own people and then fully supporting who that person wants to be rather than like a vision of them that you want them to be oh that's deep mm-hmm. yeah and I'm sure there's a million more but I'll pass yeah. it on to you yeah of course I I think that a lot of them I will I'll take like personal ownership on because and I'm not blaming myself at all because I do think that for the most part both of us and it's not to be like wow we're so special but I think that because both of us have very are big empaths and have big hearts and all of that stuff that I would say that we naturally are like caregivers and have a lot of love to give. So I think that that put like starts to put us on a different playing field again, just because that's where our hearts are, where I think some people like it's a little bit harder for them to show emotion and like all that stuff where it comes much more naturally to us. So I want to start there. But if I had to identify some things that I recognize now that I didn't do, um, due to those things was I don't think that I was always honest about what I wanted, whether it's in a way that like love was expressed to me or in terms of like how I feel um, with attention and all that stuff. And I think that there was a point in time where like I really, I think it's easy to attribute stuff like that to like, oh, maybe we're not right for each other or maybe they don't love me as much. And like, I would make it this whole like dramatic thing in my head and I think that that's just like what we were surrounded by where it's like how can you expect someone to play by the rules of a game that like you don't share the rules with them right your oh, rules god. with oh my god a hundred you know? I think that's also just a function of being younger yeah because I don't know I think when you're younger in relationships you there is kind of this like game that people want to play of like well if he really likes me then like he'll do this or if you really love me you'll do this and then I think like as you get older you realize like you have to tell people what you want and there's nothing wrong with like expressing to people 
want how, what you want and showing people like how you want to be yeah. loved definitely and I think that it it was more like I don't know more taboo because I think that we have this idea that like love is supposed to like you're just supposed to fit together or else you're not a fit mm-hmm. and I think that like one of the biggest takeaways that I've had over the past couple of years especially for being in a relationship where like we started dating very very young and to where our relationship is now is like everybody says the cliche of communication is key blah 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 but like it is so true in the sense of it's not just like communicating saying hello how are you and how was your day it's like talking about the stuff that's hard or talking yep, about yep. the stuff that like maybe something that bothered you that they didn't at all intend to say in that way but if you don't ask like yeah. how do you know or how do you prevent 100%. it in the future percent so I think that's one of my biggest takeaways but yep. I also I would let go of like little things like I think that sometimes too as women like we feel like we can't like ask for too much or something that might seem like too much so I think that if I did want something at a certain point even if it was simple and I look up at it now and I'm like that's so simple but it felt like I was afraid of of seeming too much and yeah. I think that that's something that a lot of women can relate to, whether it's oh in a relationship or workplace, like, you know, stuff totally. like that. Yeah, I think in the past, like, I dimmed my light yeah. so much and, like, or, or didn't fully express the things that I wanted or felt like, oh, I have to, like, put that, you know, to the side or save that for later yeah. to make someone else happy and, like, that actually doesn't really create a strong partnership. Like what creates a strong partnership is both people showing up as them full, as their full selves, feeling comfortable to show up as their full selves and share what they want. And then like finding how to build those things together. And of course, like there's little sacrifices that people have to make now and again, like, you know, oh, you need to go here for work. Okay, like, I'll, you know, travel with you or I'll, you know, we'll be apart for a little while. Like, there, of course, there's, like, little sacrifices, but, like, really building two individual full lives together is actually what partnership is. And, and, And wanting the other person to, like, express and show up as their full selves and be able to ask for what they need and what they want like that's really what creates strong foundation not like hiding no that you want in this world totally and that's really why we're such big advocates now because we've seen the effect of it of when where you feel safe and it's not always easy right depending on the relationship you're in it's not always easy to share but like I remember being so petrified of like opening up and this had nothing to do with him and everything to do with me of like opening up to how insecure I was in my body. Like I I can picture so many moments because we've literally been together for almost 12 years. Like of, I can picture so many little moments of like, holy shit, I'm, I, I'm feeling so uncomfortable in my body right now. And like, I can't help but have an emotional reaction, but I don't want to talk about it. Or I don't want to be in the depths of it, or I'm just going to pretend it's not there. And like, I remember how many conversations we had about it. And it felt like such a, a cycle for me, because I'm like, okay, I'm complaining about this, and I'm hurting about this, but I'm not doing anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in so many of those cycles. And even when I was like, super struggling versus just the years in which I was learning through it. And 
to be able to genuinely say to myself, like, holy shit, there is not a piece of me today. And I know that this takes time. But like, for me, I genuinely thought because of how insecure I was, I didn't believe it was possible for me to be totally myself, even in front of someone that I really loved, because I was so like scared of sharing those really like painful parts of myself. And like now to be in there where I'm like, there is nothing that like, he knows it all. It I is a refreshing totally, feeling. Like, yeah, I feel that way too. Like I think also, I think it's because of the type of people that we are. Like we, we're the type of people that want to appear. Yeah. Like we have it all together and we're, that we're strong and that, you know, we're positive and happy and thriving. Yeah. Like that, though, that's the type of people that we are. And we've talked about that a lot on this show. And like, that was something that um, also I had to learn that that actually creates stronger relationship too because early on in my current relationship like I felt very scared to share when I was feeling and not because of anything he did this was my own insecurity like feel like feeling like I didn't want to share like when I was feeling sad or Mm -hmm. like super anxious or um like that I needed help or I needed to like like talk about something that was upsetting me because like I had this idea in my head that that would make him like think less of me yeah I totally relate to that and yeah and like and but like because I have such like a loving encouraging partner like he shared to me that like he wants to know those things about me and like being it and it took me a long time to open up. Like, I remember we had this one conversation where he was like, I share all, like, everything, like, with about work with you. And, like, whenever I ask you about work, you give me, like, one-word answers. Mm-hmm. He's like, that really hurts me. Like, I want to be a part of this with you. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't realize that by, like, protecting my own insecurity, I was actually hurting my partner. Yeah. And, like, it was such a revolutionary conversation yeah. to me. And I was like, oh, my God. So, like, it took a while, though, from there to, like, go from, like, the zero to, a hun- like, to 100 where I am now where I feel like I can just be like, oh, my God, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, it took some time. But um, but I've seen that that doesn't make him think any less of me. That has actually, like, created, like, a way more beautiful bond. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like as things go on and I think it's like cool to be able to connect like where why where and why we respond to certain things in certain ways like I will recognize certain parallels in the sense of like like I don't react well to anger I don't react well to frustration and even if it's joking like even if it's not even directed towards me just any sort of energy of that sarcasm like like there are just certain moments where I'm like it like it upsets me and I have to take time to like even if it's a moment of being like, this legitimately has nothing to do with me. This is a joke. And I need to separate like myself from that situation. But it's just interesting where we get all that stuff from. But um, I think another thing that I would recognize as a, not a flaw, but like things that I used to do as a kid is like, I used to like, really think that reacting to reacting in a jealous manner I feel like we've talked about this in episodes joking but like I used to really believe that reacting in a jealous manner was like a showing of of love so I shit yes 
Right. And I used to very we like, were taught that. We were. We're and taught like, that if a guy, if you're in a relationship and your boyfriend isn't jealous, then he doesn't actually like you. Right. And, and like, like I think could not be more the opposite. Yes. It could and, like, not be more. I think that we like we take it to like I know for me the the direction in which I used to like veer on was also like oh like he doesn't think that I'm like attractive enough for someone else to be attracted to me mm-hmm. and like it's this whole story of like wow. something that nobody said <laughs> ever yeah. but it's like really something that I believed when like in fact I look back now and I'm like wow that's like pretty cool that like even then there like we had trust like he did it's not that he didn't think somebody could possibly like me it's just that he trusted me enough to not engage with that person and it's just interesting to like look back at that now because of what we were taught and I think especially I can't imagine now I think people are more vulnerable now or at least like the audiences that we're exposed to but it's like I think so much more was very much this like fine and dandy movie relationship whereas I think now people are opening up a little bit more about like the ups, the downs, the in-betweens, all that. Yeah, I had a similar experience, like, of coming to a realization about that, too. And, like, that in a past relationship, there was a lot of comments on how I dressed, my behavior with the opposite gender, even though I'm sure anyone would tell you everything was more than appropriate. Um, But there was a very controlling element to a to in a relationship that I had in terms of those things. And I always and I never fought against it because we were kind of taught that thing. And I was like, oh, well, like, okay, I'll change this shirt that I wanted to wear and feel sexy and pretty in because like well he just likes me and like he just doesn't want yeah, he wants else, to like, like protect yeah, me yeah he doesn't want anyone else to like look at me or like blah blah and like realizing now like how fucking toxic that thought pattern is is yeah. like crazy and like i and i feel like the only unlearning i did that is because i have such a fucking amazing partner who like literally like wants me to feel sexy and trusts yeah. me a hundred percent and like it's crazy but like how we can when when we're conditioned into that and then someone kind of like a like affirms that that toxic thinking about that that we like assume that that's okay yeah like so not okay yeah definitely so not okay like we could go on and on about things that we um (laughs) have learned from and grown from but what would you say are some of like to shift gears into like the positive of it all like what are you what are some tips from taking stuff from the past that you feel like you've evolved into or would like share with others like tips for what uh for like for healthy relationships Mm -hmm. um I think you should I think you should always be questioning like am I able to show up as my full self here Mm. Um, do I feel safe Mm. to be my full self here Um, and if the answer is yes great and if the answer is no I think you have a tough conversation to have and so the second piece of that is have the conversations like have the hard conversations 
um, whatever they may be. Um, yeah, that's my two. That's yeah, like my two part I would, answer to that. Yeah, I would definitely add two to like really to remember that you don't need to tell everyone everything. However, I think it's really important to have at least one go to friend, confidant, whether it's it's a parent, a best friend, like someone that's an ex- external party to your relationship that you really trust and feel like you can tell anything to without any judgment because I think that if someone really has your best interest at heart like they're not going to judge normal like moments with your person but they will be there to catch you if like there is something that isn't right and I think that that's one of the biggest things that I've seen and seeing a lot of our friends go through relationships that like didn't serve them the biggest like if I was Madame Detective and like had to connect little pieces, the biggest thing among all the red flags is like nobody shared ev- all of it with everyone. And like, right. I understand why there's not a judgment there. Yeah. It's just like, if you're not sharing, then it's almost like you're not being your full self there and you're hiding pieces of it and kind of a qu- hiding it from yourself too. Cause you're almost totally. acting like it's not true. Yep. So anyway, I would recommend someone that you trust, someone that you don't feel judgment with someone who has your best interest at heart so that you can like have a little like temperature check along the way, no matter how long you've been um in a relationship, whether it's two months or 20 years, like yep. someone yep. who cares about you um to just share the little things with. So I think that's definitely important. Um, and what else is I going to say? Um, and also beyond like, w- like with the questioning, I think also questioning yourself of like the way that we operate and think isn't always right either. Like there's no, and I had to kind of come to terms with that over the past couple of years. I feel like because we live in our brains all the time <laughs> and like mm-hmm. the way that we were raised, a lot of times we're taught to believe that like that's what's right but there's been a lot of like little things that I feel like along the way I'm like oh like things aren't that way and that's okay but we project so many of our beliefs onto other people and just like expect that it should align so having many more conversations along the lines of oh like how do how do you feel that that's supposed to work or like what feels normal to you or what feels good to you um because it's not always going to be the same, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Yeah, We're just different. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and well. I was listening weirdly to a podcast um, today on relationships and a couple of like random um, things that were shared and they're so simple, but I'm like, these are actually great tips because they're simple but useful of like a big part of it is that we try to control other people a lot of like, yeah. oh, it should be this way or that way. So like really being intentional about not trying to control something and trying to understand it as number one. Um, number two, saying nice things out loud and often. It's so crazy how far a simple compliment can go. And oh, I've been so right? far. Yep. It goes so far. And like it goes so far for us. Like Julia has complimented my skin every single time I've talked to her and it means all the same every time. Like, I think, I don't know about you, Ju, but for me, sometimes (laughs) I find that if I feel like I'm being repetitive, I feel boring to someone. So I like try not to repeat it when I'm like, I guarantee if every time I thought to myself, she's glowing. If I shared it, she'll be honored. Honored. So 
nice words never get old. Like they never get old. Let's be real about that. Everyone loves a compliment. Nice words never get old. I know sometimes I'll be like, I'll be like, am I? Did I tell him I love him too many times today? And then it's like, no. Like everyone loves to be told that they're loved. Yes, exactly. And and whatever it is that you feel that you want to share in that moment. Right. And I don't think that that like loses. I think that I always have that fear too of like, or that thought of like, oh, it's going to lose like its meaning. But I think that like, we can add meaning to those things that we say, because they go such a long way, even complimenting, it doesn't have to be every single day. But like, I've been more intentional about being like, you look really handsome today when I, th- when I'm like, when I think it yes, or like stuff like that. And it, I don't know, it just, it makes such a big difference or even like attributes outside of that of like, you're really freaking smart. Like yeah. I really admire like, the way I'm that I'm proud you of you or I'm proud of how you handled this thing or yeah, you know, things like that as well. I think they go a long way because mm-hmm. ultimately like our, our partners, a lot of times are our support system and showing that like you're really there and you're really seeing someone for who they are and what they're doing is so key yeah I agree I like those tips same like they're they're useful so if you're listening to this now and you have a million things going through your brain like we do um I hope that whether you're in a relationship right now or not that you're able to just like reflect a little bit on these couple of things that we talked about, because I think that the biggest reason why we both now feel very comfortable and fulfilled in our relationships is because we did a lot of work on ourselves as individuals in order to get there. Cause I know I would not be as strong of a partner or as like feel as good about myself as a partner if I don't work on myself. And I noticed that like when I feel like I'm struggling with my mental health, I'm just not, I'm not as good. I'm just not. A hundred percent. I think that that is a really big thing. Like we really need to show up for ourselves in order to be able to show up for others, whether that's a romantic partner, friend, whatever. Um, And I think especially in a romantic relationship where, where it's so intimate and close like that, like you really do need to be working on you. And I think like, you know, I kind of said it earlier, but it's, it's so important that you like that, that you're two individual people who are both doing like work on themselves and striving for things on their own. And that, that real, and, you know, really supporting each other in who that person really wants to be and who you really want to be like the real true vulnerable versions of that. Um, Because I think so often we'll like project a version of, of our partner that we want our partner to be. Um, or who we think that they are and like getting really, you know, being really open to seeing who your partner really is, what they really want and like really genuinely supporting that because they are their own person and you are your own person. And like what is beautiful about coming together is, is you get to support each other in, in your endeavors to do those things and build that together and really be teammates. Like, I feel like we use the word, in my relationship we use the word teammates a lot and I really do feel that that is like such a beautiful element of a strong relationship is really feeling like this person is on my team yeah you know for the for for the vision that I see and they see and we see and um I just think it's like a 
like I we we just always use that word and and I I think that that's like a strong um like anchor to have yeah no I I, I love that word huge well I feel like we could go like in a million different directions with this but we could but yours is a lot there's a lot but I hope this was helpful this was helpful and beautiful to reflect on and I hope you know whether you're in a relationship and you want to reflect on some of these things or whether you're not in a relationship and these are things that you're interested in thinking about or you know looking for um Ooh, and like this is like di- this is like a little bit different, but like on that topic of just like I um where did I when who was I talking about this with? I don't remember, but it was something about like either I said this or I heard someone say it. It's funny, I'm gonna attribute it to myself. I might have said it. <laughs> I um, I made this up. Oh, I made this up. Um, but like when you're looking for a partner not think not your manifestation list should not be about like the attributes that that person has it should really be about like how you want that per like whoever you're going to choose as a partner to make you feel and like Mm -hmm. how that person is going to like make like you know support you in being the best version of you and I just like really love that because I feel like sometimes when we're thinking about when people are thinking about like what I they want in a partner, whether that's like what you want your current partner to be or what you're looking for in a future partner, it's so like, well, I want him to be smart and driven and blah, 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 or tall or make a lot of money or whatever. But like, what do those things like really mean? Like, like, why do you want your partner to make a lot of money? Okay, because I want to feel secure or safe yeah. with my person like and trying to just flip it onto like what are like the attributes that like you're like that you want to feel while you're in partnership mm. um and I just yeah I just I that. love that I, I honestly don't think that that is talked about much so if you coined it you're a genius and I'm if genius. you heard it somewhere then they're a genius <laughs> we're a collective genius everyone's a genius thank you <laughs> um any last words bud um just that I think in your like reflection of where you are or where you're going or who you want to be by your side along the way I think that if you've at all questioned like can it be better than this like I think you can either create it with the person that you're with or if you don't feel fulfilled and the conversations are being had and nothing is changing and you feel like there's more like just knowing that there is more and I don't know I just I think that we have such a skewed perspective sometimes of what love is and what we deserve or if we'll ever find this or be able to create that and just essentially to not lose hope and to not give up on like what version of love that you are looking for. And I do think it's possible to create that with someone that you're with if they're willing to. I think the biggest takeaway, like aside from communication for me is like being able to communicate and compromise and have those types of conversations. And I feel like so much of, I see that so much and how my relationship has evolved over the years of just being willing to compromise and being willing to learn. And I think that you don't have to be like, picture perfect from the get-go necessarily but if you have two people that are willing to support and willing to love and willing to choose each other but 
in like the most beautiful way, like wanting things to really be as big and bold and special as it can be. Like, I really think that it's possible. So um, I guess knowing that someone, whether it's the person you're with or someone else can love you for exactly who you are. And yeah, to just like know that in your bones. Cause I think that I, I was afraid of that. Like I was afraid, like, what if I like open my heart up and like, he finds out that like I'm not as strong as I as I claim to be or I'm not as like powerful as I lead off or like all this stuff and like someone can look at all of you (laughs) and love you all the same I really do think I love you means I see you Hmm. for who you really are and like I think like that's what love is like really seeing someone yeah um for all of them and that is just like the sentiment onto what you said like it's really like that really is what love is is really truing truly seeing someone and allowing yourself to be seen yeah and I, I think you know if you're not feeling that way then that's something to to think about yeah wow that was beautiful um your birthday that's beautiful (laughs) well i hope this was beautiful for everybody else as well um i hope you can do some reflecting maybe some sharing with your partner on some of these thoughts uh or making your list of how you want to feel in a relationship if you're currently looking for a partner and um we love you and we see you heck yeah we do thank you guys for being here and we'll see you next week bye everyone bye thanks for listening to roaring 20s podcast be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe you're never alone our pride sticks together tune in every monday and thursday for new episodes of roaring 20s podcast you get to start your week with us and end your week with us with With love love, brenda and julia Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.